with so many flavors, yet you choose to be sour. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with the man who is the reason why love is blind. I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. Today, Ramon is sleepy. So am I. And we're going to talk about some stuff. The stuff about the things. In a standalone episode where we just talk about the things. Our scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 18. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Mm. Delicious. Delicious indeed. So let's get this podcast on the road. So Ramon, today we're just talking about whatever's on our mind. What's on my mind is that it's the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021 because I don't even know when I'm going to release this podcast. Probably next week. But it's the end of 2020 and people are saying, oh, good riddance, 2020's gone. To which I think, you idiots, it's only going to get worse. You know, and and that's the thing about, about people doing people things, you know, as you commonly say, is that we put our trust or we put our future in the hands of the unknown and we wish upon a star and expect everything to come out the way we want it to come out instead of taking control over what we can control letting go of what we can't and putting our trust in God you know, so that's been kind of on my mind recently and I know that when we when we started kind of talking about the next series and and we do have something in mind something related to beast and man so stay tuned um we kind of just went off on a tangent started having a conversation like we usually do and that this is this is kind of a this was kind of on both our minds and so i well be a good idea to just have a a quick freestyle conversation of what's on our minds and i we're kind of overdue for one another one of those so what's on your mind ramon Something that actually you talk about a lot in the podcast about the weak leadership in the in the church, but yeah, I think it's also our fault because we we give the bishops too much power, and it's cool, you know, they're they're the 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 shepherds, but when you see that something is messed up, it's your obligation to, and you know, you I actually never thought uh, about the uh, you made a good point, you know, if 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 the bishops are not going to lead the church the way it's supposed to be led we're not going to contribute with our dollars. Yeah. And I think that that's where you can hurt him the most, you know, because mm-hmm. we're not here to talk about revolution because I've said this before on the podcast. Most people are not willing to do gangster things that you're supposed to do in a revolution. Uh, and I don't think we're there yet. It's not no. necessary. Um, we're not at the level of the, 
the Crusades here. But her faith is definitely under attack. Yes, absolutely. It's most definitely under attack. And yet we still keep drinking that that Kool-Aid, you know, we're like, oh, all these people know what's best for us. And I get the whole COVID regulations are there for a reason. But, dude, there's a lot of regulations already as it is. Six feet apart, you wear your mask, and you cover your mouth when you sneeze even more. That's it. Like, where's our trust in the Lord in, the Lord in that? And if, 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 you're, if you're going to Walmart and you're concerned about being inside a building with all these COVID regulations with somebody else, I think you're just making excuses to not go to mass. Yeah. So it, it it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. And you're, you, that's oh, between, <laughs> that's between you and God. God's going to decide what, what's what. And if you're okay with that, cool. By all means have at it. You know, then, then you're just, you're part of the problem. All that is true and 100%. And it's not just up to you. It's, you know, you know what is right and what is wrong. It's like you said, you know, excuses. Excuses because we're being given an excuse. But here's the thing. Like we, if we are healthy, if we're not putting anyone in danger, then go to church. You know, so many people are using this as an excuse because we're being given a way out of having to go to mass. You know, we're being given the mass on TV and we're, we're being... We're being spoon-fed stuff in a way that Catholics should not be comfortable with. I've said it before on the podcast, and I'll say it again. We are incarnational people. The church is incarnational. We are the church that Jesus Christ established. No other church can say that. And he said, I will be with you wherever two or more are gathered in my name. And you can say that as an excuse to say, oh, there's more than two people in my family and we're watching it on TV. That's not what he meant. He meant do this in remembrance of me. What is this? This is breaking the bread, sharing, and eating. All this stuff that we're doing, you and I know we shouldn't be doing it. You and I know that we need to get our butts up and go to church. No, there's nothing else to that. If we're comfortable with that, then we're part of the problem. If we're comfortable not going inside the church. And here's the thing. I go to church. I see old people fearless going to mass because they don't give a crud. They know what's right and they know what's wrong. And the people that are afraid to go to mass, they're, they're the ones that are cutting themselves off from the body of Christ. And if we're choosing to do that, then... You know, we're, you're going to hear it from us in the podcast if you listen. <laughs> and if not, you're going to hear it from God in the afterlife. You know, like just because you're being given an excuse doesn't mean that you should take it. And it goes the same with all other things in life. You know, what, what is your manhood if not your own? And I feel, I feel like a lot of times, like I kind of I forget that the podcast is a man's podcast. <laughs> And so I speak in very general terms, but at this point, I'm speaking very directly to men. Like, we are the leaders, the spiritual leaders of the household, not just the physical leaders. We don't just pay the bills and pay the mortgage or rent or whatever. You know, we are the ones that not just sustain our families physically, but spiritually. And if we're not taking them to fulfill that that Sabbath requirement, then we're not really doing what it takes to take them to heaven, which is our primary role in this life. 
Yeah, it all started with like how we were talking about the the government intervention. You know yeah. how we how we how we think that the Democrats or the Republicans are going to solve our problems, whatever side of the spectrum you're on. And it's so stupid because the government has never been your friend. And no, I'm not anti-government. What I'm saying is we give the government too much power mm-hmm. with our tax dollars. And yes, pay your taxes for sure. But dude, Trump or or <laughs> big buddy Biden is not going to save your your jobs or any of that. As a matter of fact, they've proven that they've made everything worse because we're giving them too much power. I dare say that we give them more power than we give Christ uh, power over our lives. Yeah. And it's freaking pathetic, dude. Because no matter what, and, and I'm not, you know, I don't care how I sound. No matter what, even if the freaking apocalypse comes down, I know my family's going to eat. A hundred percent. I know for a fact my family's going to eat. And if you don't have that type of mentality with every aspect of your life, especially your faith, you're going to die spiritually. And you're going to start making excuses uh, about how you can go to Walmart or Sam's Club or whatever store that you have in your state or your country where there's barely any regulations, where there can be 100 plus people in a store with no, almost no social distancing if, you know, apparently that's what works. A strong immune system works. I work in quarantined areas where crying out loud. And yes, I take my precautions. I have my mask. But when you get spit on you or blood or blood with AIDS or feces, you know, then you come talk to me. Otherwise, like, dude, I've been there and done that. I work in a nasty environment. And if I'm not afraid of things like, I'm not even talking about work, but just like going into church, you shouldn't be either, dude. I'm under the protection of God and I eat somewhat healthy. Take your precautions. Be safe, 100%. But... Like Adrian said, if you're just using this as an excuse to weasel your 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 way out of going to mass, you got bigger problems than this stupid COVID virus. Yeah, those are problems that are going to last an eternity. Mm-hmm. So we have to we have to once again remind ourselves that what we do matters. What we do has consequences that that matter eternally and what you do is an example to what everyone else in your household is looking at you know like who who you are is who your kids are going to become like we've mentioned in the past you are the first other as a man you are the first other and so the kids are going to say the words you say the kids are going to do the things you do and if you go to church they're going to go to church 85 percent of the time according to the statistics and and that matters that matters because it it's who you are. I'm kind of glancing over at your phone and being a man is what I see. You know, being a man means that you are who God created you to be. You know, we should never take away that divine dimension out of our masculinity. Because another one of the things that we were talking about is that the society wants to neuter masculinity. And one of the best things that you can do to fight back against the culture, the culture of death, is to be who God created you to be. To be a man, but not just any man, a man after God's own heart. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 through 14. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. 
be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. And that's why I don't even care about how I sound, how I sound right now. And I just, I get accused of like, oh, you're just trying to be too tough. Not really, dude. I'm actually a very gentle person. I'm really nice until it's time to not be so nice. And that rarely happens. Like, if you really think about it, that, that rarely happens in anybody's life. But it's in the Bible, dude. Stand firm in the faith and act like men. Be strong. I'm not complaining about the lack of masculinity. That's, that's none of my business. Because I... That sounds selfish, but... I care about my family. I care about my own right now. And if we're not right, I can't help everybody else. December 29th was the feast day of St. Thomas Beckett. Oh, the president actually said that, you know, he kind of he declared it the day of St. Thomas Beckett and that all churches and schools should observe the day of St. Thomas Beckett, probably referring to religious schools. Um, but for those of you who don't know, St. Thomas Beckett was a priest who, I don't know, if, I think he might have been a bishop, um, but he was a clergyman who said, uh, who actually went against the unjust rule of one of the kings, I don't know which one. There's many, many kings that do weird power trip king things. Bunch of scumbaggery going around. Yeah, kind of kind of reminds me of today, you know, when our governors say something and our bishops follow along. Uh, but St. Uh, Thomas Beckett, he went against all that. He went against all that and he paid the ultimate price for it. And the thing that we're seeing today is, uh, well the bishops, the priests who follow along get promoted. And I shouldn't say promoted because that's not what being a bishop is, but that's what it's being, that's what it's becoming. You know, as far as I can see from my layman's point of view. Uh, I'm just going to randomly read this quote. I haven't even read it fully. I just kind of glanced at it. But St. Thomas Beckett said, Remember the sufferings of Christ. The storms that were weathered, the crown that came from those sufferings which gave new radiance to the faith. All saints give testimony to the truth that without real effort, no one ever wins the crown. And that speaks volumes when it comes to the way that Thomas Beckett ended his life here on earth. He didn't really end it. Um, some other people um, ended, ended it for him. And the way, the way it went is that he was becoming a thorn on the king's side. And he said, who will rid me of this Thomas Beckett, this pain in the butt? Um, to which the, uh, his soldiers, his knights, kind of took as an, as an order, an indirect order to end that headache that was Thomas Beckett. So they went to the church and they told him to stop. He said, no, I'm going to stand by my God who is over the king. And so they sliced the top of his head open and someone stepped on his neck and his brains just fell out of his skull. I'm not asking anyone to do that. I'm not saying I'm going to put myself in that situation. Not that it would matter if I could, if I could do any, any movement of resistance, which I do in my own right. Um, but we need that kind of courage in our lives. We need that kind of courage 
in the clergy. We need that kind of courage in our bishops who are being called to be men, not not being called to say the things that I've heard them say about Christ, to minimize his miracles, to to sissify Christ. You know, we, we made this this man with calloused hands because of the type of work he did. This man that knew poverty, hunger, pain, suffering. We made him into the into this rosy cheek little sissified man, you know, that we are to emulate. And we must be gentle and we must be docile and we must be all these things that, that Jesus didn't say we should be. Jesus mentioned hell more than he mentioned heaven. Why? Because hell is a real place. No matter how, what theologian says that hell is empty. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus said that the road to heaven is straight and narrow. And the road to hell is wide. See, the devil couldn't make the road... He couldn't make hell seem fun. So the road to hell is the one that the devil made attractive to men. So I guess that's, that's a challenge that, that Thomas Beckett gives us to us, you know, to remember the sufferings of Christ, to remember that you don't have it all that bad, to remember that certain storms have to be weathered in order to get that crown, that crown of heaven, the one that we will get when we do what we're supposed to do here. Because it's not just following the rules for following the rules' sake. It's doing what is right because it's right and because you're a man. So suck it up. Be a man. That's it. I mean, that's, that's all I got. So pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Aquitur. Eternal consequences. I whistled a little bit on that S. Hey guys, consequences. (laughs) The English is hard. (laughs) It's dire consequences. (laughs) There's going to be consequences and repercussions. (laughs) I didn't even notice until you brought it up. Yes. (laughs) 